0: Oh my god, your poor dad. I you, fantastic. You All are. Right. That's a first. Let's do it. Who's to All say? Right. Count us in. Welcome back to Your Poor Dad. You can't choose your sisters, but you can choose your podcast. So thank you for joining us and being the fourth Brant sister. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you. I got nervous and I almost said the first Brant sister. <laughs> That. I am no one can ever be the first brand sister because I am the first brand sister and I will fight whoever says that first I guess the technically worst. Paige is the first brand sister because you weren't a sister before Paige came along oh that's a fact you were just we became uh, sisters at the same time you guys are tied that just Whoa. blew my mind that is crazy if you are the first born you didn't become a sister until the until second. the second is born that's yeah. why it's first the worst second the best because the second is the best that made you a sister. You're welcome. Okay. You're thanks. welcome. That's crazy. That's yeah. such it's a middle child <laughs> thing to do to like validate themselves. <laughs> no, but if, your identity um, is based on her. Yeah. Sure. Okay. True. And it's just crazy. Am I tinny? You're a little tinny. I think we're all little tinny. We need a new studio set up. Our dad said that he would build this one. We just have to, like, get it designed and sent over to him. Um, I think it's just weird that we've been sisters for the same amount of time. I know. But, like, Bailey hasn't been sisters as long as we have. Right. Like, it's weird that we lived three years together by ourselves on this planet without Bailey. And you probably remember some of it. I do. I remember when mom was pregnant. It's so weird. I remember little glimpses of mom's just, like, big belly. You know what's and so And I really weird. wanted to name her Chubby. Everyone wanted to name her Chubby because mom got so big. But I was so young that I, they literally wrote Chubby on the ornament. And because so I thought that her name was going to be Chubby. And then when they decided that it was Bailey, I was pissed. <laughs> well, we were all calling her Chubby because we were fat shaming our pregnant mother. Because mom gained so much weight because all she would do is eat with Kimmy and watch soap operas. Good for her. And like raise her children i guess but like that's (laughs) kind of the majority of what they were doing Wow, i know but like what a time to be alive yeah um so do you guys have any updates going on i mean truly i don't know where to begin but really my dogs um (laughs) tell them everything i went i went to the vet yesterday tiger i'm sure you guys have heard I mean, sorry, Roman, he's had this little skin rash on his belly. That's why he always wears t-shirts. Yeah, that's (laughs) why he wears t-shirts. I thought that allergies were just really bad this year um, because it really happened when like spring, summer started. And so I thought, you know, outside just kind of kicked up some new little pollen things. Um, Yeah, so half right because allergies are really bad. So he scratched himself severely, which then caused this a bacterial skin infection all over his body. Um so we have a lot of medicine dealing with that and then Tiger he did something either him or his brother scratched his eye and because they scratched like his top and bottom eyelid um and he keeps like rubbing it that got infected so he has drops for that. He also has allergies so they both had to get allergy shots. And then they're looking at Tiger's good eye, which is not the good eye anymore. And they're like, he has cataracts. In one eye, which means... In one eye, which is bad. Because one, he's really young. And two, apparently dogs are supposed to get cataracts in both eyes at the same time. So they think he has a systemic disease. Nice. Another case of... Why not to get (laughs) Frenchies? Yeah. Um, So... $1,000 later at the vet, I got to go back in two weeks. Amazing. Think about like all that, like all those clothes you could have gotten for $1,000. Well, that's the crazy thing is I spent $1,000 in the blink of an eye and (laughs) I came home with the same two dogs. You know, it's like I didn't even get anything new and none of your problems are solved yet. Yeah, and no, none of my problems are solved. No, now you just get to worry about it. Yeah. Now I just have to worry about it. I have to give get, I don't know if you guys really know the um the personalities of Tiger and Roman, but Tiger he's he's a uh, spunky to put it nicely. <laughs> so trying to get drops in his eye two times a day. Um one he wants to eat the drops because he wants to eat everything. Um and two he, he's a little vicious. He's he's just a little I, th- I like spunky better. Sure. I'd say feisty. That's but like it, was really, it was really sad because the, the vets said that when they took Roman to the back to get his blood work done and they had to do all this like these skin, like what, what would you call that? Like they did like a microscopic like slide of his yeah. skin. And when they were doing that, they also trimmed Stop. his nails. But they said that he just pss- you have to grab Roman. I can't grab them. Come here, Griffin. <laughs> come, here. Uh, come here. but they said that roman was just back there and he was just quiet and he kept looking at them like why are you doing this to me can i go back to my mommy and they brought him back to me and they were just so like sad they were like he's really sweet like, oh he is such a sweet boy and then what they and say then, about tiger and then with tiger they said so we weren't able to clip his nails um <laughs> We also weren't able to take his blood from his leg. We tried the front leg. Um, that didn't work. We tried the back leg. That didn't work. So we had to take it from his neck. Um, <laughs> they, what did they do? Just stab him in the pretty neck? Pretty and- <laughs> much. And then they tried to trim his nails. And I was like, oh, did he try to bite you? And they were like, no, he was just doing everything he could to escape. Oh, my God. So, He's such um, a bad little boy. He just said, don't touch my feet. I said just don't touch me. So anyways, that was um that's really hectic. That's exciting. It's really exciting. It's honestly impressive how much money you can spend in <laughs> seconds. <laughs> wow. At least you're getting some answers though. Like they're gonna potentially have like Hopefully. improved quality of life. Maybe Roman's nipples will go back down to like a normal <laughs> size that it kind of like explode these past couple months. So <laughs> that would be good oh man yeah as much as i truly would not trade them for the world i love frenchies more than anything that being said if you do not have any frenchies and you're thinking about getting a frenchie they're so expensive one please make sure you are so rich and or you're in like a dual income situation because it's freaking hurts you know it's a little stab to the bank account it's like oh I'm starting to save money no I'm not I was telling Mr. Roberts that you went to the vet and paid so much money and I was like yeah she paid like a grand and I was like I've never paid a grand at the at the vet for Hank and then I just saw like a flash and I was like knock on wood knock on wood <laughs> it does make me feel a little better that that was with both of them like yeah. if I had one I mean $500 is still a lot but yeah it's that's a lot more that's an easier pill to swallow than a $1,112 well I just feel so connected to the boys this weekend because (laughs) I spent so much time over here and so did Hank I know and And they they had a good time together Aunt B you would be so proud of your boys When I got here, they were, like, so well-behaved. I thought I was going to have to, you know, intervene, play the referee or whatever. But they were so good. Okay. I wish they were were well-behaved right now. I know. Because it's really annoying when you guys are barking and screeching at each other. Well, it's probably, they're probably starting to feel better. Like, their antibiotics are probably starting to kick in. And they're like, wow, back to my old self. (laughs) So this weekend, we had our parents in town. Oh yeah, and you know what we didn't do? What? Record with mom. I know, because mom got too drunk. Yeah. I guess we shouldn't out our mother like this on um, national television, but... National um, television. Yeah, we all just, we had one on. We went to ski shores, and we had some drinks and some food, and then we came back here and cooked, and our parents parked, and you know what? (laughs) They drove down here in an RV, yeah. yeah, and And um, they parked in, like, an RV park. Yeah. And that was an experience because it just kind of made everything, like, a little harder. Do you think finding the place was the hardest part? <laughs> Trying to get... To- it was the traffic. It was the going back and forth because they were drinking, so they had to Uber, and then they had to come back and get their cars. And it was just a whole production. It would be so much easier if they just stayed here, but that's neither here nor there. Well, wh- you continue. Well, I was going to say, but they wanted... They wanted the experience, well, and that was and cute. They wanted, a u- they wanted to try out the RV, and this really is the best place for them to do it, to work out if there were any problems or issues, you know, then at least they are in Austin. Um, yeah. But it, so it's probably really boring and insular no, for No, I think guys? people really like it. You do? And they sh- we should definitely post a picture of the RV <laughs> with oh, mom yeah. and dad in front of it. Okay, we'll have to get that. Um but yeah we I spent the night here with Hank and it was so much fun then we went home and then our AC broke yeah. so then I had to come back here the next day it was it is so hot in Austin right now it feels like you're truly at the like that we're on the precipice of this world burning alive like it is so hot it feels like everything around me is going to break like nothing can work it It's almost like the exact opposite of the snowstorm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I truly couldn't stay in my house with Hank because he was just like panting and overheating. And I was like, I got to get out of here. Well, and as soon as you walk outside, it truly takes your breath away. It does. In such a bad way. (laughs) (laughs) You're like... (sighs) like it hurts being outside it's not normal it's not like ooh palm springs heat it's it's so different it's, it's like dense it's th- thick that being said um i'm getting the fuck out of here next week where are you going honey i'm going to san diego um so my boyfriend mr roberts he um he said fuck this heat and he rented an airbnb in san diego for 6 weeks so did you say mr Ro- roberts real name earlier no, I said Mr. Roberts. Oh, okay. I thought when you were talking, we were talking about the vet bills. No, I said Mr. Roberts. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're going out there um, for San Diego for 4th of July. And then I'm going to be coming back to see Blink-182 with my sister. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to be going back to San Diego. But it's talking about, wait, we should probably get into your updates. And then I have to talk about everything that's going on in the world right now. Now. so you were in okay yeah so you go now okay so, so now i t- go yeah <laughs> well i just want to say that my favorite part of your guys weekend with mom and dad was when you texted dad or the family group text oh asking God. for the address and dad said 67 and you're like okay but what and he's like go turn in go further the gate code is this and then we're what 67 blah 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 whatever and yeah you're like, okay but what is the address like, i don't know like, where you are to- 67 it was, I was crying laughing. <laughs> but he doesn't even understand like why that like didn't make sense. And then he, he doesn't except know what then an is, Later, later on when we were talking about it, he pretended like he did it on purpose and that he knew he that did it did was it. funny. I'm like, no, you did not. There's zero chance. But the reason I thought that was so funny from afar was because I was in New Jersey reading that and just... Mm-hmm chuckling i had a lot of fomo because i thought you guys were having so much fun but i kind of think that i had a better weekend than you guys oh, okay. not that it's That's a competition yeah. i mean we had a great weekend yeah yeah but we had really good weather i was in new jersey and then we went to long island for a wedding me and sticks and it was like the most idyllic weekend of all time it was Why? so so we went and we stayed at a little bed and breakfast a b&b a B and B. It was called the Sunny Side Up Bed and Breakfast. That's oh, so Bailey. Adorable. That's like such a Bailey thing to do. They had a Bailey their, and Sticks thing to yeah, do. Yeah, they had their own chickens on the property. Every morning, they made us breakfast. Did they have chicken breast? No, they had eggs. That'd be awkward if you guys were like, "These are our chickens." I mean, I would eat it. You know. Yeah. Um, and it was like so. It felt so orchestrated because it was so perfect. The weather was amazing one of the days we walked to a winery and it was so pretty the wine was so good we're walking back or while we're there sticks his karaoke song came on and i was like they're listening to us they know that this is only for us we're the only people um italian restaurant (laughs) no uh uh i'm moving out oh moving out moving on or something no mama if that's moving up then i'm moving out moving out what who billy, sings it billy, billy, joe. Joe. Okay. billy joe um i was like oh my god they're listening then miley and lady gaga came on so i was like this is wow. suspicious this is kismet we're walking back and stick says oh my gosh the only thing that would be better is if they had bikes at the airbnb for us to ride around so we can like explore the town we walk back and there's two bikes sitting on the porch wow you were like in an episode of black mirror it was like that or the Truman show. It was yeah, so you we're in the Truman show. Bizarre. Crazy. But then we went to the wedding. It was phenomenal. Great night. Um, it did rain during the ceremony, so I do think it might have been real, but that was the only thing that made it not feel like it's orchestrated. Show? Yeah. You're kind of freaking me out. Like I feel like you're in like a simulation. I, I think she was. One hundred percent she it also was so weird. She also said the reason she knows for a fact she was in a simulation is because she did not see any dogs there are zero dogs on all of long island it was Uh, can we convince her otherwise you guys we need the sisters to fact check if you've seen a dog on long island then please write in and let us know especially in the north fork area that's where we really were north fork i told six i was like let's just go to as many wineries as it takes to find a good dog i said that there's zero dogs i was looking for them there's there's no dogs there Because, you know, you don't film with babies or dogs. Yeah, that's true. So I know that that was, I was on a TV show. Bailey, you're not wrong. I think I was punked. Interesting. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm glad you had a good weekend, though. You know who didn't have a good weekend? (laughs) Oh, no, the people in the (laughs) submarine. Oh, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay, that was a really, really bad joke. Um, You should keep it. Okay. I was like thinking like, oh, fuck, I need to take that out. Um, I I don't know about you guys, but I truly cannot get this submersible out of my motherfucking head. Maybe it is con- consuming my thoughts. I know because it's it is crazy. The ocean is terrifying. Okay, there's like there's two sides to this. First of all, the ocean in itself is just So fucking scary and terrifying. And the deeper you go in the ocean, the scarier obviously it gets because we don't know what the fuck is going down there because we're not supposed to be down there because the atmospheric pressure down there is just too intense for a human body. And then there's the side of like, how the fuck did he convince these people to get in this jerry rigged? Do you want to know what I was comparing it to? What? So in our family, it's like, you know how dad makes his own like potato launchers? Yes. Like if dad was a billionaire, he would create his own submarine. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, no. Yeah. It's like the, it w- it's not a federal thing. Like someone's just like, I could do That's that. That's why it's called a submersible because it's not even considered a submarine. Yeah, I know. But because people were like, no, you should not go down that far in the ocean in this thing. Like this thing is not meant for that it's insane so if you guys haven't been following the story like i don't, do you live under a rock like i truly don't know how you could miss it but this this billionaire guy made this i don't even know what it it, it literally looks like what would you call that like i i don't know why johnson this it looks like something <laughs> the scene from uh Awesome powers. Yes, it looks just like a white tube. It looks like something that is not equipped to go twelve thousand feet underwater because nothing is. Because yeah, really nothing is supposed to go that low underwater. Like even like navy submarines like can go like not even like a third of the way down that this thing can go down. But side note, I was doing some research, and James Cameron has been to the the Titanic. Jim. What? Jim Cameron. It's James Cameron. James huh. Cameron, look it up. <laughs> the director of the Titanic? Yeah, James Cameron. You want to bet? Yes, I'll bet you $1,000. <laughs> you can't afford it. Okay, but the guy from the Titanic <laughs> was talking about, us. he kept saying Jim. Because Jim know, is a nickname for James. It's okay, so then, like, we're both, so then we're both right no his name is james cameron if you look up the director of the titanic it's james cameron it's like okay sandra then, bullock and sandy bullock people well, yeah, actually I, know her call her uh, sandy. literally bill, google bill, it. bill paxton was talking did you know everyone ate like lsd clam chowder i didn't know that yes Ew. well i just found out about it on tiktok okay so anyways jim cameron james, jimmy, jimmy james jimbo cameron he went to the titanic 33 times and How? i don't know In an actual like submarine, but there's only other. You're right. Yeah, (laughs) you're right. I know. There's only one other person. One person has been to the Titanic more than James Cameron, I think, and they've been 35 times. Was it Rose? No, it was some other fucking (laughs) scientist who should be down there. Like, why is James Cameron down there? Okay, so then why? So then why is everyone. Because everything I've been seeing is like. It's not supposed you're not supposed to be able to be in something that goes this this low or if you if you can be in something you can control it but not actually be in it like I think like part of well I don't know I think this was like in the movie maybe but like you could get down a certain depth and then they they like have something else that goes down to like the actual Titanic I could be wrong. I don't really know the logistics, but I just Googled how many times has James Cameron been to the Titanic and they said 33 times. One time he was stuck down there for 16 hours. So I think that like submersibles and submarines can get down there, but it's just few and far between. And I think the main thing is like this one should not have gone down there. Well, yeah. And I heard that there were some trips that this exact Submersible, like made it, and some that it didn't. Yeah, and some like they would literally get forty feet down, and they're like, "Oh, we gotta abort the mission." Yeah, and they pay, still paid two hundred fifty thousand dollars to do that. Well, I just don't under if there's not a one hundred percent success rate. It's like I'm not gonna pay that much money to just go down. Kind of goal seekers. Well, yeah, because there's not like windows. There's one window. So, but it's like it's not like it's even something to look at. You know, an adventure, like, while you're going but down. But think about it. You have so much money. You've seen the Grand Canyon. You've seen the fucking, like, all the eight wonders of the world. You're like, what else could I see? See, I couldn't name another eight wonder. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm really laughing. You've seen the Grand Canyon. You've seen all the other ones. Now what do you do? You go see the Titanic wreckage. What? Are there eight wonders? I thought Maybe it was I seven. Thought there were Seven. Oh yeah, seven wonders. <laughs> okay, yeah. We are. I wasn't going to say anything because people say the eighth wonder of the world. Okay. Oh, so the Titan. This is the eighth wonder of the world, the Titanic sinking. Oh. This okay, is just crazy. crazy. <laughs> it's it's truly so insane, and right now they're still looking for them, but I think their like air is kind of run out. But you know the really fucked up part that's going to make you guys want to cry. <laughs> what. They have heard I banging know. noises I know. in the ocean. Okay, I don't understand how they can locate a specific area to drown out all the other noises to be able to because there's, but a, they can't find it. Yeah, I don't and understand how that works. That, the sonar that they use to hear that banging came from like some kind of like aircraft, right? Make that make sense? I have no idea what you. I just cannot said. understand <laughs> the science behind but make it make sense you can hear banging from somewhere in the ocean and it has to be a certain radius right but you can't find that thing and you can't get down to the bottom of the ocean like why can't we get down to the bottom of the ocean but we can get to the moon supposedly well that's a different question And you know what then it then it gets me down this other track i'm like wait why haven't we been to the moon in a long time like when is the next they're hanging out on mars no, but like, if we can, like, why don't we, like, establish ourselves, like, on the moon, like, getting our footing there before we go to Mars? I don't think because there's, like, there's any like, reason to get our footing there. First of all, you can't. Um, less gravity there. <laughs> Second of all, it's like, what? We're just going to go and kick rocks? Like, why are we going to spend all that money to go there? I guess Again. you're right. But, like, Allegedly. There's, not, Allegedly. there's not, like, an environment there. I just I feel bet like we didn't go to the Page, moon. You, the the scientists they their whole lives like there's so much they can study on the moon but like why haven't we been, when's the last time we've been there like 1967 1969 right yeah <laughs> what, <I> <laughs> what is it gonna be <laughs> this rock or this rock no this think about or it that? like if you're a scientist like there's there's i don't know what they can fucking study i'm sure there's like shit that they can study there probably here's the thing none of us work at nasa probably for a good reason oh, no shit because you're like God. we've been to the moon like we're done like think no. about because it's like we've been to the moon and then they they go to mars they're like hey there's a chance we could have some I life can't go to them mar- actually we can't I think go to mars more like i thought they, they would... we pulled off a good magic trick and now people are like okay do it again it's like no we're not gonna do it again we already did it like here's but, the thing about but that's space. like shouldn't that be what we did with the Titanic, okay, we reached it and now we should like leave it alone because it's so hard to get there. Well, Ann, isn't it disintegrating? It's just, this is the fucked up thing. It, they have found that there is a metal eating bacteria that is completely deteriorating the Titanic. Whoa. So it's like, here's the other thing. One, you're paying all this money to go down on a janky little thing that somebody made using, and they control it with a little bit PlayStation controller two, So let's say literally that's a fact. So let's say you get down there. Okay. There's one tiny little window. So you're not really looking at the Titanic through this little window. There's like a camera, like there's a screen you're still looking at it from. Yeah. And then three, what are you looking at if it's that disintegrated? So there also, well, you could still see the whole of the boat because like, so when the Titanic broke that broke off into two pieces and one basically completely just like obliterated into pieces and then the front half where Jack and Rose were, you know, doing where she like you know ended up getting off of that and stealing the whole door, you know. No. Jade's talking about the same word. I'm on top it. of the world. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, where they are. are, I'm on top of the world. And then (laughs) that whole area is still intact. You know, what is also really fucking crazy is that people who have explored the Titanic has they've said that there's menus down there, there's champagne bottles, there's like like, things intact that, like, should not be intact. Okay, so if you're a billionaire, don't you think you'd rather, well, I think I would rather have a little robot go down there, grab me a bottle of champagne, and be like, this is my $2 billion bottle of champagne that I'm going to keep as a little knick-knack. I don't fucking know. All I know is that this is one of the craziest things I've ever heard. It is really sad. I just don't understand how it has disappeared. I will never page, understand that. Literal planes disappear in the ocean. the The ocean is. Th- I don't it's understand not, that either. But it's not for us. It is for the It's animals. not for me. That's for sure. No, it's for none of us. It's, it's not, for the orcas. You no, know, it's for other things. Like it's, it's for, for big things that we don't need to know about. Yeah, like we should stay away from the ocean. We are land dwellers. It's fucked up. I sound like a cons- conspiracy theorist, but to go on to that the orcas yeah. are fucking taking over this planet and they've had it with us. They're like, you know what? We, it's their time. It, it is their time. They're like, look what you've done with this place. Like you guys are out of fucking hand. There's one m- white Gladys is her name. It's a, a female orca. And apparently she had this like traumatic injury to a boat and she learned how to fuck up the rudders on boats. So she's now teaching all the other orcas to, To attack boats. So everyone thinks like this boat just like it. So it's like you got to think of like what happened to white Gladys. Okay. But also because she's so pissed. These whales will not stop attacking boats. Okay. But so I saw a TikTok. Stop me if you've seen this one of this. She is a shark scientist. And she said if she could go back, she would have became an orca scientist because they're just fascinating. But she was like, it's crazy because. For, I don't remember the dates, but it's like for a really long time, the way we humans perceived orcas was we were terrified of them. Like they were, they were sea monsters. Like they were insane. And then our perception of them changed because of SeaWorld, right? Right. And then it's like, okay, these, these creatures are so like beautiful and they're friendly and they're so smart. And she's like, they are so smart, but like they are like scary smart. Mm -hmm. And she's like, and now it's kind of the, The perception of them is kind of switched back to like the scary she's like they've always been these you know scary killer whales yeah and she's like we just saw them at SeaWorld doing these tricks you know Mm -hmm. and then and so we thought oh my gosh Shamu like we love them I'm like that is true like we let our guard down yeah we let our guard down with nature and then we try to trap it and look they're done and it's crazy because there's orca shit happening all over the world like it's not just in because it's happening a lot in the strait of (laughs) gibraltar the strait of gibraltar (laughs) jesus christ it's a fucking weird word (laughs) to to say gibraltar um and then it's also happening in like the pacific northwest like the orcas are done well they can travel very far and also they're I think they can communicate like 100 miles apart, like one little pod. How does she know that? Because she's a teacher. They have to know shit like that. You're really smart. Well, I mean, fact check me, guys. Let me know if I'm stupid or something. But think about also how much more surface area animals like that can travel than we can. Yeah. Like we invented planes, I guess. We. I helped. And so we can go like comfortably like 10,000, what's it called? Feet above. What's it called? Feet miles feet whatever but like they can do that by themselves and they've been here longer I think that it's just their time they're gonna swallow the land back up and they're gonna no they're just gonna reclaim the ocean back to be their own okay but also did you know I did not know this that orcas a lot of sharks were showing up dead and the old like the orcas would only eat out their liver so they would they knew exactly where, and it looked like a dissection. They would find the shark and just, like, perfectly, like, snatch out oh, their yeah. liver. And then the shark would eventually die. But, like, all these sharks were, like, coming out with, like, this one chunk of them. And they just wanted them for the liver. That's Another insane. Brilliant. They're they're maniacal. They also were wearing salmon hats. They were putting salmon on their head Wait, and wearing what? them around. Wait, and, what do you mean? And then they would see other orcas doing it. It's like they're sending a message. I'm serious. Like the orcas are they're they're not fucking around with us. Whoa! There the how many boats that they're. It's like twenty boat attacks in a month. Like it's almost like how can you even get through this place without getting attacked by the orcas? And it's like it's crazy. They're coming up and then they're just going down. They're like literally coming towards your ship. People were like filming it on the iPhone and it was on vice news and vice news is like very like reputable. That makes me really scared for the orcas though, because if there's one thing I think the human species knows how to do, it's to just obliterate a whole species of things. Yeah. But it's going to be hard to kill like eight orcas attacking a ship. But I mean, I guess like if you're the U S army, but like then again, why would the army or Navy or whatever go against? The orcas? I mean, if they're sinking all the ships, It's going to become a sea battle. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, I have one more piece of (laughs) moose. I started a new segment on my um, Instagram yesterday that everyone really liked, and it was called Jaded News. Um, And today we have a really, really strange one. Okay. Okay. So, this actually has to do with um, the Stephen F. Austin bowling team, and it's really getting. Uh, Yeah. Did you hear? Okay. I I don't know the details. It is truly insane. Because at first you hear it and you're like, okay, Stephen F. Austin, a college bowling team, lame. Then you hear like the husband and wife are coach and assistant coach. And what what do you think happens there? The husband is hooking up with one of the students. Very lame. The husband is the assistant coach, by yeah. the way. It gets deeper. Okay. So, because this guy is such a fucking idiot. So, at the Stephen F. Austin <sighs> College, which is in Nacogdoches, this woman was the head coach her name was amber amber lemke and she was the head coach and so the husband had to stay back and what do you think he had to do raise their fucking children and then he was complete okay so sorry i'm like telling the story i'm the story gets me so heated so it's hard to like stay on track so he was caught with this student and here's what he has to say about that I knew it was kind of a no-no, but there's not a rule saying it can't happen. There's not a law saying I'm going to jail for doing something like this. There's nothing in stone. I guess it's just an ethics code, like we frown upon it, but there's no rule. There's no law broken. This is what he has to say for that. And when, um, when they asked, like, what was on the text messages? So she was going through his phone, found text messages from him and this student. And what was on the text messages, you might ask? Oh, my God. It didn't have anything in detail. It was just about how amazing I am, basically, in general perspective. Amber saw that and questioned me. And I got to the point where it just built up so much that I was basically... I basically told her the truth after she dug through my phone. I basically told her the truth after she dug through my phone. No, wait. She just found out what you were fucking doing and, like, you couldn't deny it. And as if... And basically just about, like, how amazing I am. Uh, What were the texts about? Oh, pretty much just how amazing I am. What a fucking loser. Loser. Like, he can't get respect from his, like, wife because he's probably, like a loser a loser so she's like i'm not gonna tell you you're amazing because you're like not being amazing or he has so much of an inferiority complex that his wife is a head coach and he has to be a stay-at-home husband or not even stay at home you know he just has to raise the kids and he can't handle that well here we this is what he said another (sighs) quote these are all quotes I was the stay-at-home dad for five years with the kids while Amber got to go off and coach the team and when she'd get back, I'd run practices on top of taking care of the kids while she was back. So he's saying I was a stay-at-home dad for five years while she had to she got to go off and coach.
1: You mm-hmm. mean she was
0: going off and furthering her career and providing for your family and you were raising the children for that you five years though, for five years for only five years. <laughs> Do you know how long mom raised us while dad was like working? He well, got dad to got go to go off. Yeah. Well, dad got to go off and work overtime. And this is what he said it, it gets worse. When they'd travel <laughs> again, I would sit back and take care of the kids. Then I got hi- <clears throat> then when I got hired on, she almost forced me to run practices. So when he got hired, she to, forced when, him when to do his job. He got hired to be an assistant coach. <laughs> she forced him to be a coach. God, can yeah. you imagine what she forced him to do as a parent? Like, hey, they need a bath every night. Are just- you going to do that? Like, they need, you need to pack their lunches. You need to teach them how to brush their teeth. Yeah, she forced him to do that, I'm sure. I was a volunteer the entire time before that trying to help out Amber. Oh, I mean, you mean trying to help out your wife? Once I got hired on, one thing stemmed from another. I felt like I was doing too much for what I was being valued at. So basically, once you were finally being paid and you actually had real expectations. So this guy basically just got like a front row seat of what it's like to be a working woman and mom in America. So this was just really hilarious to me that this person... Like, it's like, so the... I don't even know. It's is it the like expectation or the um, the audacity, the audacity, <laughs> the he ex, he just expects everything. The ignorance oh What's God. the word? It's like expecting entitlement. Entitlement. The yeah. entitlement of like him being like, like I feel like most women wouldn't feel like this. Like no, it's no. like you don't feel entitled to like you're forcing me to run practices you mean you're forcing me to do my job yeah this is great we're helping each other be successful i feel like i was doing too much for what i was being valued at said no woman ever like we're always like no we're not doing enough or like hey do you think i could actually get as get paid as much as that guy who we're doing the same exact job at exactly So that was just another thing. But um, do you guys want to do some listener stories? Oh, my God. Would I ever? Would I ever? That just reminds me. The other day, there was a guy. I dropped um, someone off at the airport. And I don't remember who it was. And I was, like, getting in. And, like, I was in the correct lane, the normal lane that does not need to merge. And this other car needed to merge. Mm -hmm. Not my problem. I'm just driving this car i can tell gets so heated is driving up right next to me and i just keep my speed being normal and then he has to brake so he can go behind me and then he gets all the way around me once we're on the highway he honks he flips me off and it was just i mean can you guess what kind of person it was a, a man. man a oh. white man in a little toyota corolla and he had so so much anger in his body and he said how dare she not break so i can get on the ramp when i want to get on the ramp and you could tell in his little shoulders he was so <laughs> his little shoulders he was so mad and i was like whoa i ruined that guy's day by driving the right way i didn't even <laughs> do anything wrong psychopath that was like when the guy knocked on my window and then was <laughs> so offended that i rolled down my window and i said yes and he said and he's trying to get in his car. And I said, oh, ex- excuse me, You do you need something? You tapped on my window. And he said, you you, you parked too close. And I said, well, maybe if you park straight next time, it, it wouldn't seem so close. And he said, oh, you bitch. <sighs> and you know what? I sense an accent. He did have an accent. <laughs> he did have an accent, but he was just... He's turning red. He was just pissed. It just just men okay anyway men. this one is uh, an advice okay. and it was also my maybe favorite email okay, okay. it says hello girls and happy pride happy, happy pride. pride love the shout out from jade for olivia and london from tiktok a few episodes ago especially during pride month oh my gosh bailey and Paige, you have to follow them they're, they're so freaking cute. Okay. Wait, side note. I saw this TikTok the other day of this woman who is with her mom and I think they're both gay And so she was showing her mom like lesbians from the internet. And they're like, okay, I'm going to show you all these pictures and you have to guess if they're gay or not. So she was like (laughs) going through all their pictures and she was looking at Olivia's pictures. And Olivia like looks so straight, but like she had some things like, she's like, oh, that hat is so straight. But she's like, that purse is really gay because it's low. And like the stuff that she was saying was just so funny. And then she, so at the end, she shows her like five or six pictures. At the end of it, she like has to guess and she was like, oh, this person's so straight. This is the straightest person ever. She's like, no, she's gay. She goes, oh, that's lipstick. Like, (laughs) like, it was just so fucking funny. But anyway, that's cute. Okay. Okay. Jade, I'm also obsessed. And as a queer woman, their wedding will seriously be the royal wedding for me. As a longtime sister and love listening to, I'm a longtime sister and love listening to y'all gab. I don't have sisters, so I'd appreciate some advice. Okay. My girlfriend and I are currently doing long distance, and we're considering trying to move to be closer together in the next year or so. We've been to we've been dating for a year, with about seventy five percent of that being distance. But she travels for work, so we typically see each other about once a month. Bailey, I know that you and Sticks did long distance before he moved to Austin. What was it like having the conversation about him moving to Austin, and how long? or how has it been transitioning from long distance relationship to no distance relationship? Distance makes each moment we spend together so special and exciting because we're looking forward to it for weeks. And I'm nervous about losing that spark. I know y'all had your long distance stitches at Colorado, at Kansas city. So I'd love (laughs) y'all's advice about approaching those conversations and knowing when it's right to take that next step. Obsessed with y'all and shout out to the, to all the stepsisters I've converted. Nice. Thank you. First of all, we are so cool that we have a queer sister. Oh my god, I love it. So cool. cool. Yeah. So maybe we could get like maybe you could. Well, I don't know if that's like politically correct to say, but I would like m- a more queer representation of listeners. So yeah, because I'm <laughs> an ally. Sounds like ally. Ally. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like she's doing the work. You know, um, she's already made a lot of stepsisters. Yeah. Okay. okay, so Bailey, do you want to start this one? Yes. So really the only conversation that Sticks and I had before he moved was that I said that I wasn't going to move to New York and that also I didn't want to continue to be in a long distance relationship. That's and the only conversation you had before he moved out here? I mean, we talked well, so very frequently, but it was never like up in the air about if I was going to move there, if he was going to move here, what it's going to look like for our jobs because my job was very much in Austin and his he works remote, So it made a lot more sense for him to be the one to move here. But we didn't talk about the logistics of how our relationship was going to change once we were in the same city. Okay. well, is our sister, is she moving to them? Well, she's asking how this conversation even gets brought up. And so I think I think what Bailey is saying, which is a really important piece is. What is what do you need or want it to look like for you, and what are you willing to do? So, for Bailey, she was not willing to move out of Texas, out of Austin, because of her job. And so, that was step one. She had to communicate that with Styx. And then from there, he was open to moving to Austin. Mm-hmm. So, I think communication is key, and also figuring out like who are you willing to move? Are you not willing to move? Are they willing to move for you? That's, I think step one is which makes the most sense if yeah. you're willing to live together or you're just going to live in the same city so you can hang out more often or what? Yeah. My, I don't know how old she is, but my suggestion would be to maybe like try to get your own places at mm-hmm. first, mm-hmm. because I think that like you guys want to She needs to get, well, you or her, whoever you're moving, need to get your own footing in the city so it kind of like feels like you're a city and you're not just like moving into somebody else's life. Um, and I do think that with sticks, he hadn't, he'd only been to Austin, what, twice mm-hmm. before. So he moved in with us for a month and a half, two months maybe, um, but the... We always knew that was temporary. He was going to live with us for a short amount of time until he got to know Austin and figure out exactly which part of town he wanted to live in. And I think that was also probably, I don't want to speak for your relationship, but probably exciting. It's like exciting enough to be living together. We've had this long distance relationship. This is fun. But then also that's short-lived while you guys are living separately and then figuring out what your relationship looks like as a couple in the same city yeah that was the biggest adjustment that we had to make was what it was going to be like when we're together in the same town how frequently is like normal for us to expect to hang out with each other how much of our time we're willing to give towards not like okay for instance i started a new job right when sticks moved here and in his mind he's thinking well i just moved here so we're going to hang out all the time this is going to be so great on my end, I was stretched so thin. And so we had to have like very serious conversations about how many days we could spend together, how many nights are going to be date nights versus just hanging out or whatever. So that was good to figure out once we were here. But it would have been even better to consider beforehand. And if that is good. But if your girlfriend travels a lot, then I think that's going to be a easier transition. 100%. Do you have anything to add? No, I think you guys killed it. Cool. I, my long distance relationship didn't work out, so <laughs> neither did mine. <laughs> I would say, like maybe um, if it ends after a week, like at least you just rip that band-aid off. Yeah, I really think that you can. There's no such thing as over communication mm-hmm. in this situation. I completely agree. Okay, great. Good luck, and let us know how it goes. Good luck. Okay, we've been asking for high school rivals. Should I read one? Sure. Okay. Oh, this actually ties into something Jade was just talking about on TikTok. <gasps> toxic moms? Maybe. Which you guys never responded to me when I sent you that. Oh, because it was a I little was, scary. I know. <laughs> so I no, posted I, think I was doing something. I posted a TikTok talking about a TikTok talking about um this toxic mom in our life and at not, the, not our mom it wasn't our mom but it was a mom that we were that very we close with um uh, okay <laughs> and at the end of it I mouthed and then that mom became a. Uh, and because so, the mom really was a prevert yeah and everyone's like okay I'm gonna need a story time but like I really can't tell that story because I was not involved literally at all and I just don't think it's like fair to dude for I that was, like, kind of involved but well well, I wasn't involved. You weren't involved. No, I wasn't involved, but I was around. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. But maybe, I don't know. I'm still, like, I, I just don't want to, like, capitalize off of someone else's, like, potential trauma. Yeah. Same. It's not our story to It's not to our story tell. to tell. And it's, like, and I also, It's just like, f- crazy that we, it was a story we heard. I know. <laughs> and it was, like, so, like, adjacent to our world. Like, it was just, like, how can this happen from somebody we know? And. Also, I kind of feel bad about the toxic mom's daughter, who was kind of like a problematic person, I think, in my life and like a lot of my friends' lives. And so I just I kind of feel bad, like even though she was problematic, I feel bad, like putting her mom her on blast. Like, yeah, so she didn't choose the the prevert life like her mom chose the prevert life. Yeah, I'm so a, uncomfortable. right Why? Now. All right. Let's move it along then hi ladies Hi. i'm obsessed with the podcast i'm Good. the youngest of four girls so i love the vibe of this thank you we always hear oh your poor dad <laughs> you guys make me truly laugh out loud when i listen it always puts me in the best mood making me want to go have a beer with my sisters and tell them everything you guys talked about hell yeah i'm a little late to the party but when i heard you wanted stories of high school rivals i had to share this I'm from a very small high school in town, so small that my high school didn't have some extracurriculars, so me and a few of my classmates had to go to our rival school every day for class and meetings. Mm. We got along with almost everyone until I started dating someone from that school that was in our chapter who had a girl best friend. Red flag number Red motherfucking flag. We can call him Chad and her Rachel. Being that there was such a small amount of people in both towns, I knew Rachel very well when she found out we were dating she sent a paragraph basically saying how she is okay that i was dating chad but i better not hurt him or or care that they hang out (laughs) i blew it off and said whatever yeah sure i don't care little did i know that rachel knew about every single argument we had and started messaging me each time to talk for him i started to get fed up with the situation and just how the relationship was in general fast forward we break up she isn't happy about it because it's my fault of course her mom is on the school board and she's my mom's best friend also oh wait no sorry her mom's on the school board and my mom's best friend is also on the school board oh got it i think okay rachel wanted chad and did not want him to try and get me back so bad that her mom brought me up at the school board meeting She said that I was the reason Rachel had such a hard time concentrating at school and made her so upset because of my relationship with Chad. Rachel's mom wanted the rest of the school board to think about not allowing me to attend that school for the extracurricular. (laughs) I know where Rachel gets it. (laughs) That obviously never happened. Fast forward again that summer, we end up at the same party. Rachel hugs me crying, saying she was so sorry for getting in the middle of Chad and mine relationship and said I need to give him another chance because I was the love of his life at age 16. We never got back together for the remainder of high school at every rival sporting event that Chad and I were a part of. Both school student sections would chant our names at one another. Oh, my God. Wait, that's hilarious. For example, serving a volleyball or being at the free... F- Free throw line. Got it. If that's not small town rivals, I don't know what is. Honey, ain't it? Can you imagine being about to like serve your volleyball and they're just like Chad, Chad, Chad? (laughs) Okay, I can totally. When she said that, now we know how big of a deal it is because it also in high school everything seems like so much of a bigger deal. Like I'm sure, like that already shocked me as an adult, 34 Mm -hmm. year old woman. But can you imagine like Rachel being so involved in your life, and Rachel's mom bringing it up at the fucking school board—that is so inappropriate. That's so so Keller, and everyone else is probably just like, "Yeah, no." Yeah, like they're like, "You're a mom," and they're like, "Go on to." to the next topic." That's. (laughs) <laughs> fucking weird. Everyone's like, should we increase budgets for um philanthropy or well it's a small town, so but it's like so on to the next topic. Cindy, I heard you're gonna make your pecan pie next week. Is that <laughs> gonna be the case? <laughs> should I put you down for the pecan pie? Jeez I just can cannot me. believe how Rachel, first of all, I, I keep wanting to call her Raquel. Well, call her what you want. Call her what you want. Yeah, call it. She what probably you want goes by too. Raquel now. I know because she went type because her name was Raquel but then she told everyone her name was Rachel. Yeah. It was like opposite. That is such a wild story. I love those little stories. I just could not imagine if if our mother was ever on a school board and if she ever mentioned my name or my like a frenemy's name I would be mortified, mortified. and okay. Rachel's probably like mom can you bring this up at the next school board meeting Like Rachel had no shame she was literally getting involved in their relationship she found out that they were together and she's like hey just want to let you know I'm cool with it cool nobody <laughs> yeah, need you don't need honestly to be cool with it it sounds like you're cool with it you're like you should be cool with it because it has nothing to fucking do with you. You sound super cool. Cool as yeah. a cucumber. Honestly, yeah. if you were cool, Rachel, you wouldn't have said shit. Like you don't now all, I think you're really not cool with it. We need to do an episode on like how to just be like a a girl's girl, not even a girl's girl, just like a like a, a chill, a, a normal girl. human being. First of all, you don't text you. Stay out of your friend's relationships, men or women, straight or gay. Stay the fuck out of their relationship. Your one priority is your friend. It is not to get involved with the other person unless the only time you can be friends with them is just to purely be friends. And if that person starts bitching about their relationship stay out of it, Paige. And exactly. The only time you're supposed to offer advice is if someone says, hey, I'd really love your opinion about this situation. That yeah. I'm yeah. In. And or, if your guy friend is saying, hey, can you please text her for me? No 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 no, 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 no. I can help you with what you need to say, but you need to find the cojones and you need to text her yourself. And you have to remain as neutral. This is one thing that I wish I could go back and tell myself. You have to remain as neutral as possible because it's really none of your fucking business. Mm-hmm. And why? Why are you getting so riled up about somebody else's relationship? Mm -hmm. That should not rile you up at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Rachel's a a dumb bitch. I really would love to know what is Rachel doing right now today? (laughs) I know. Rachel, are you listening? Are you a listener? Please. What if Rachel's a sister? If you're a sister, like, then we have a couple words of advice. (laughs) I have, I, I feel like we need to do like an episode about this kind of thing where girls are just like the opposite like you could be like an ally to women and you just take like a sharp right turn and it's all over a man like okay so the other day like Raquel like (laughs) Raquel literally um I just think there is there's a lot of women that I hear especially when I was younger and they're like I just don't get along with girls I only get along with boys it's like yeah because boys can get along with literally anything they're fucking stupid like it's really not hard to get along with women you just have to like not know a couple rules of like how to navigate. Like for instance, okay, so I was at the, um, this market with Mr. Roberts the other day and this girl came up and she's like, Oh my gosh, I know you. And he was like, Oh yeah, I know you. And he was like, Oh, this is my girlfriend Jade. And I was like, hi. And she's like, we know each other through work things. And that's a cool girl. Exactly. Like she did not have to tell me that because he First of all, I trust him and he would have told me that after. But like, it's just like a cool statement. To it was make. just like a cool like thing. Like, hey, you're probably wondering how we know each other right now. We know each other through work things. And I was like, oh, OK. She like is aware like, we see each other like it. It's just little things like that that just... And it's, and I'm sure people are going to be like, well, why do you need to do that? And like find some problem with this. But it's just like common decency, it's courtesy, courtesy and respect for your fellow female friends out there in the world. Because you know what? You are lucky that you're in a relationship with a Mr. Roberts who is kind and respectful. Yeah. And like loyal. Not every girl's like that. I think that's a better thing though. It's like kind girl tips where it's like you your example was, like, messaging your work friend's girlfriend or being like, hey, give me your girlfriend's number because I'm going to, like, let her know what I'm wearing to yeah. the Christmas party. This right. is the attire for the Christmas party. Which is going above. This girl, she doesn't know if you're wondering she where she knows you. And she doesn't she owe knows. me shit. But, like, she's yeah. just being, like, a respectful human being. Yeah. I think that's, like, a good, like, kind girl tips. Kind girl tips. Yeah, let's start a new series, kind girl tips. Yeah. Because, like there's just really nothing better than like women kind of banding together. And like, yes, it's fun. Like having drama. Of course I love watching the housewives, but like when you see bitches band together, like on the real housewives of Miami, when have you guys seen that season where this girl's um, husband is having an affair on her and she's out of town and he brings the fucking mistress over to their house and all these show on the show why the fuck would he do that because he's a fucking idiot and so he all these girls who have all these all this drama together all these complicated situations they all banded together and they were like this is what we're gonna do we're gonna get her the fuck out of there you're not leaving that house because he was trying to get her out of the house they're like no like some of the girls in there were like lawyers and they were just like helping them and i was like this is what i fucking love like, we like this is how we do <laughs> it I was like, these are my girls like just it's like yes you can all fight and be catty but when it like really matters it was like we've got you bitch yeah so it's like just like the ariana thing watching katie and sheena put their differences aside to be like fuck tom sandoval ariana is like our priority right now well and the other the other good thing about like i would say that i am a girl's girl like when i'm in a new group of people like I am going to grab I'm going to gravitate to the girls. Um, I'm not going to tell that story right now, but I'll tell it when we talk about this on like a different episode. But it's like I'm going to gravitate towards the girls because it is it's it's easy and it's important to make relationships with the girls. And it's also the way, you know, if you're dealing with a bad girl, you know what I mean? Like um, BB's friend. Oh, <laughs> like I tried really hard with yeah, that. Yeah, she one. was Rachel, and she was, she was like, left and right, just like you know, really like knocking down all of me. She was the opposite of and girls, girl. Yeah. Well, can I make a confession? What? And also say that Stick said this too. He was like, "Oh no, I always knew that you were gonna hang out because his two guy friends that we went to the wedding with didn't bring dates." He's like, yeah, you're like get along with the guys so well, like you're kind of one of the guys. Like I see you more. with... He was saying like, I'm. He didn't well, say I'm a guys girl. No, but e- it's easy to get along with yeah, guys because it's easy. Yeah, I get along with guys really yeah. well too. It's easy to get along with guys. It's very easy to get along like, with guys. It's normal for girl. It's normal. yeah. It's not for, like it. That's that shouldn't be it's like, like the lowest. It's common like baseline. Denominator. Denominator. Oh, dude, yeah. can you get along with fellow humans? Put you in a pack of guys. Yeah, like it's like not hard. Yeah. That's like when I like when I was in Spain with Mr. Roberts and his friends, I was hanging out with all guys most of the time. And I was like, yeah, this is fucking easy. Like we're talking about the most like dumb shit ever. Or like I'm not talking at all because they're talking about sports and I'm just like zoning out or like on Instagram. Yeah. But yeah, so like send us maybe like the girl, like good girl, like kind girl things that have happened or maybe like more Rachel stories, girls who have like turned against you and you're just like, and then we can talk about like how you could maybe like navigate those situations. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Bitches. I also want to know about the toxic moms, at like in your high school. Oh yeah. If you guys have toxic moms in your high school, like please, by all means. All right. Well, I think we're good here. We're at an hour. This is perfect. So, say goodbye to your sisters goodbye tell them where they can find us tell them what they need to do okay so you need to write in your stories about toxic moms and these girls either good girls or bad girls good girls or bad girls at yourpoordad at gmail.com and you know while you're on the internet we would love for you and you know what i'm gonna actually ask and require you guys leave us a five-star review because you know what it's not that hard to do and it makes our day um and while you're at it go ahead and follow us on tiktok and instagram at your poor dad pod your poor dad pod it is a requirement to leave us a little review and a thing just like it was kind of a requirement for you to pick me up from the airport it's just a sister obligation where you don't want to do it you just got to take the you know All right. hour and, out and of you your day alright time to go okay okay love you love you bye bye